Wait, hold on. Let me finish. No, let me finish. Welcome to Let Me Finish, the weekly podcast where we discuss what the hell's going on in pop culture, current events, and everything else in between. We are your hosts. I'm Janice. I'm Stacy, And I'm Jillian. Grab a glass of wine and let's get started. Welcome back. This is what? Episode 22. 22. Yeah. Dang. We are really rocking and rolling. Yeah. We're doing big things, y'all. Episode 22. Let me finish. It's going to be weird when we take our break before season two. Yeah. And it's going to be weird not doing this every Sunday. Yeah. 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 But then I think that's the only thing about taking that break is like there are going to be so much stuff we want to talk about and be like damn I wish we had we like a podcast we just write it down yeah we'll uh, just have to write it down oh yeah. yeah we'll have to do like a summer recap what is it yeah. like okay yeah okay so as you know I'm your host Stacy, and we have Jillian and Janice alright alright how was y'all week it was good it was good I I just had of course work and um let's see work and then I started a new, well, it's not a new show, but Ooh, it's show? Succession. Okay. On HBO. Good. Okay. So it's, everyone talks about H, um, Succession and be like, oh my God, it's so good, boo, 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 whatever. So they had their final season. They had their se- um, series finale um, two or three, or maybe two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I don't like being out of the loop. And HBO, HBO is pretty good. They don't have a lot of uh, misses. They cranking out banger after banger after banger. And I was like, all right, let me try this. So it's a slow start. I'm just like, I don't know if this is for me. But I'm getting into that. Like, you get a kind of a look into like the uber rich. We're not talking about like rich. We're talking about wealthy 1%. Mm-hmm. These people are freaks. Oh yeah, they don't have nothing uh, to do with their time. No, it's just like but be rich. No, it's and not. Do it freaks you in want. the sense that though they have a lot of money, it, it kind of amplifies like normal everyday problems. They don't have to deal with like money problems, but to see the dynamic because it's a dad and his kids, and the kids work for, well. Two of the kids work for him, and seeing that whole dynamic, I'm like. Do they not realize that they're in an abusive relationship with their father? Nepotism? Yeah, nepotism. One 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 of the kids works outside, um, but her boyfriend now fiance and they just got in, they got engaged during the first season of the of this of the show. I'm I'm almost done with the first season. And I was just like, this guy that she's marrying, he's such a brown noser. And he will do anything to climb the corporate ladder. Okay. And so, and so she's working for his dad. Most people in corporate world, though. Yeah. And so he he's corporate through and through. He will do whatever it takes mm-hmm. to get to the top. And and so sometimes the because he's you know the dynamic between the father and the daughter, he's like, do you really need to? I feel like he is more interested in making the dad happy than. Um, 
the actual company the actual daughter happy oh. that he's in a relationship with i'm just like okay that's a weird relationship and then the sons the, the whole situation is just not unusual because that's your bread and butter and you want to make sure that's the main thing that's functioning yeah i feel like he he puts his career over his relationship over the relationship yeah, yeah i think a lot of rich people probably do yeah so more I just money, like, more problems. i'm like i'm like these people are really weird like sometimes when you see them in social situations i'm like this is a show right it's not, a show. not reality tv no it's okay. not a show and well, where do you H- watch this hbo, HBO. these people are I'm weird i'm just like these people are weird and they're like the people, last Julian. episode i watched they it's, actually yeah these are not real people show. <laughs> no it's, it's scripted it's, it's scripted <laughs> and the last like one of the last episodes i watched was they were with a therapist and they <laughs> were trying to like okay dad you know this that and the third this is how i feel and he's like fuck with you i gave you the best life possible what do you have to be sad about and they're like you don't understand and i was just like my feeling <sighs> sometimes yeah it was just like more money more problems see that's the thing and i think i'd be really good at being rich i think i'd be great at it i know i'll be like i think i'd be amazing i'll be amazing at it i'd find the best balance ever yeah. i would too I don't, sometimes like, i jesus give me the tr- i mean let me try yeah <laughs> i would love to put try. me in coach <laughs> yeah because it's, it's weird because he has he has a strained relationship with the the patriarch has a strained relationship with his brother uh-huh. of course he's on marriage number at least number three and he has a strained relationship with all his kids good for wife number one and two yeah wife number one is dead i think he's just divorced from wife number two which alimony? is the majority of they had the because the wife number one died they have one child they had one child together then the three main characters the second wife is the mother of that one. How many the, seasons is it? Uh, four. So it's a, it's probably be a quick quick watch for me. But to watch. it's it's just like these people are it's not, really it's weird. Not tra- I like trashy reality yeah. TV. It's not trashy. So I was, this, so. the funny thing that you just said that Stacey because I was just talking to someone about liking reality TV because going into how my week went. Yeah. Um, Vanderpump Rules is having their. Uh, reunions and girl they are getting good uh, and i'm telling you everyone's this, talking about it i'm like yeah. maybe i should just I watch just, i'm like because i'm telling you this i missed girl, out on it i'm not gonna go back this girl no has i mean no i sympathy. would just go back just for the reunion just to see what, yeah. what's going on I, I, for me i would say you go just go back and watch all of the last season because it's just because and then go in watching it knowing they're having an affair the whole time mm-hmm. and just all the shit you see i'm like damn y'all are some brazen ass people and this girl has no she has not said one tear she has not looked sad she just looks confused all the time and the funny thing is because lala in the show her name's lala she called her a bambi-eyed bitch one time she's like whatever bambi-eyed bitch because she girl just look confused all the time and her eyes are always big and open and and so she's just sitting there. <laughs> she's a baby Hold on. bitch. That's, that's a bar right there. I need to write that down. Bambi-eyed bitch. bitch. And she literally like is lit- sitting because she has to be 100 yards away from one of the girls because she filed a uh, temporary yeah. restraining order against one of the girls. I heard that. Yeah. Right. So she has to be 100 feet yards away from her at all times. So she's sitting in the trailer while everybody's kind of saying different things. And she's just like looking at the monitor like... Well, now I feel like I should have wrote Gina a personal note or something. It's just the way she says it. I'm like, is everything clicking to you right now that's going on up here? Like, look, like she's just pay attention, like pay attention, baby. Like she's just a, like a child. And when you no, go back, she a baby. she's a bitch. She, and she truly is. <laughs> she really is. Everybody came for Lala for calling her that. And now it's like everybody's like, 
<laughs> Bambi eyed bitch. <laughs> like she really is. And when you um when she did they do one on one interviews for it, mm-hmm. um, and she was just like, Did you really think like what did you think was gonna happen? Did you really think you were gonna be able to go back and be friends with Ariana? And she said yes. She thought she was gonna Wait, be able to be friends with the girl. I'm like, You're so disconnected from reality. And so then you and sleep then with my one, man, you think we're gonna have yes. we're gonna be friends? And at one point she said, um, it was so funny because they were talking about how Tom and Ariana, which is the cu- original couple, how they had had a lot of sex that month. And it was like in January. I remember all this broke in March and they were having a lot of sex in January. So the, you should have seen her face. That's the one time her face gave away a little emotion when they said they, should, they were having sex. Her face was like, hmm? like, that's not what you told me. <laughs> Type things, and then when he went to the trailer, she was just like, "So it just seems like you guys are a lot more intimate than you made it out to be." And then he freaks out on the cameras and is just like, "I don't want to film. I don't want to film. I just want to have a private conversation with her." I'm like, "Okay, so you want to coach her mm-hmm. on what to say?" But that's what I'm saying. Trash TV, but it's at its finest right now with um, Vanderpump Rules. Vanderpump Rules. I, it is at I, its heard, finest. I heard a lot of people commenting on on Tom's behavior on the show where he he tried to spin it make himself feel like a victim oh, he is the biggest gaslighter ever and it's so funny because throughout the last 10 seasons he's always talked about accountability accountability take accountability and he still can't everything he says he goes i'm sorry but and he has been victim blaming her from the beginning about how they weren't happy how they weren't having sex how he's tried to break up with her he even threw out there that she threatened to kill herself if they broke up and which was just messed up to the highest level because i'm like first of all if she really felt that way do you really think that's something you should have just told the world yeah exactly like do you not care about her mental health if that's the case so it was really messed up so anyways but the one uh, positive note my friends ashley and chris are got engaged so i went to their engagement party last congratulations, night congratulations so that was really fun yeah. shout out to ashley and chris so they had a beautiful engagement party um so i was there yesterday and then we're actually going to do a barbecue later today so all right nice That's fun i didn't do much this week same old same old um <laughs> now i am getting really I'm getting at first when I first stopped working I was like oh man I don't know if I can do this but it's getting real comfortable I'm really enjoying it now what? like not having to work and just oh, I would being at I home would. I would enjoy that I definitely do work to I, live I kind of want like on a random Tuesday I can just be like I'm just gonna lay in the bed all day it's kind of nice. nice oh man I love those days <laughs> I know, but I'm gonna start looking for a job soon do you have like a show or anything you're watching I've been binge so I like selling sunset Okay, yeah, so, I can see you loving that because oh, you like real my, estate. Because I'm a realtor, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have been binge watching that, and Kylie has been watching it with me. Is it really good? It's really good. And this last season just dropped on Netflix, but I had to go back and watch the prior seasons because Kylie kind of wanted to watch it. So the last season is good because they've added a new um, a new girl, and the girl they added is Brie Tiesi. You probably don't know who she is, but she's one of Nick Cannon's. Baby, baby mamas. mamas. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think she's number nine or something. Oh, my God. And oh, hot mess. Yeah, Cannon. but it the show is, it's crazy. And then there's this other show that a season two just dropped on Netflix. I haven't watched. I'm going to watch it, like, probably, like, this week. It's Young, Rich, and African. Have y'all watched that? I've heard of it. I haven't no. watched it. Ooh, but also. But I watched season one. I think they just dropped season two. You should watch, um, Stacey, in particular, because I know you like reality TV, but you probably actually like this one, too, Jillian. Um, Summer House, Martha's Vineyard on oh, bravo I I'll watch it's it. actually it just came out it's probably only has like three or four episodes oh. is that on hulu it's on bravo wait but it's really wait, good I, it's black it's like black people 
version of Summer House, which was like the Hamptons, but mm-hmm. it's like Martha's Vineyard is where I guess where all the black people go. I'll so. watch it, but we didn't talk about Power because the season ended. <gasps> oh, ciao. Okay, yes. Okay, first of all, before we <laughs> well, jump yeah, we'll into make, Power, we'll make it quick. I we'll don't make that quick. But before power. we jump into, um, since we we're talking about Nick Cannon, I just want to jump in real quick. Um, anyone who watches Wildin' Out, um, oh yes, she was a oh, Wildin' yeah. Out girl, and um, actually has three kids Jackie with one o. of the comedians. Jackie O um, unfortunately passed away this week. Um, they, I, from what I can glean from the headlines, it was probably related to some plastic surgery. She had a mommy makeover and had some kind of complication with some Sad. doctor in in Miami. Miami. A doctor, hold on, Doctor Zach, because mm-hmm. um, uh, she had posted that that day about the mommy mommy makeover. The plastic surgeon had posted as well, and. Wow, three kids and Sad. now and they don't have so a mom. Beautiful. She has a young. The youngest is like I don't even think the youngest is a year yet. So she is a, pretty young. She's been a longtime partner of um, DC, DC Young, young Fly. Fly. Yeah, from Wallin' Out. So um, it's just tragic. I very, mean, very. And I was just like, dang. I was just like, yeah. you're here one minute and you're, you're just gone. gone the next, yeah. she was only she was only thirty two. So I always want to make sure like it's perfection's not everything. But like, I I think it's it's more tragic, honestly when it's something that you elect mm-hmm. right of course mm-hmm. yeah it's like sh- shit happens yes but then it's like when you willingly go into something and then something tragic like that happens it's like oh man it's just terrible like like that, you're that's why you should always think about it when you before you yeah. have elective yeah. surgery just yeah. because you really don't know you don't i mean it's well, a very small well, you always like, think it'll never percentage but to you yeah but the, you could be that percentage yeah. it's the it's but it's the pressure oh so some people like maybe it's worth the the cost because you can't take the pressure because we all know that Kanye's mom. That's what happened with that's her what too. That's what cost her her life is too. Mm-hmm. And even after his mom went through that and it cost her her life, he went in. He and went and had, had lipo. Had lipo right before the wedding because he's just like, Kim I'd rather talk, risk it. Kim talked him into it. Yeah, he goes, I'd rather risk Kim, it and yeah. risk my life, even though they have it. a daughter. Mm-hmm. Then he goes, I don't want to be taking pictures and people calling me fat. He went in and had lipo. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because I do think that the public. I does put a lot more pressure and it's like to the point where they can't even help themselves because yeah. it does affect their mental health too when yeah. you have like half the world or millions of people telling you you look this and you look that or you should fix this or you should fix that so I mean even though people got being scrutinized is just difficult I think yeah, yeah. but yeah. especially will- when we are judging and making assumptions about people when we don't know what's going on in their lives there's a lot of reason why people gain weight and it's not just because they're lazy or they just eat too much there's a lot of sometimes it's psychological sometimes it's medication yeah. sometimes it's just how their body is built we make a lot of not everybody mm-hmm. is going to be real thin and sometimes right. it's because you're eating bad and not working yeah, out and but, that's just what it is yeah and some people but the thing is is we're making assumptions that is that one thing when it could be a plethora of other things but then what i also want to add to this situation also exactly. is that to me she was beautiful and it looks like she's already had other stuff done too because she's yeah. she's she's a gorgeous mm-hmm. gorgeous but um i know after she because i followed her on instagram for a while i know after the last baby like she, i think you know, she had a little stomach or whatever, but she was beautiful. But I also think like when you start this plastic surgery journey, mm-hmm. it could become addictive because the thing is you fix one thing and it highlights something else that's wrong. And then you go you back think and is wrong. you think is wrong. Right. Like, and then you and go what back, constitutes wrong. Yeah. Well, that's the thing because society has it to where you need to look a certain like, way. We have got to normalize 
women oh, bodies exactly like, you're not supposed to have a body of a 17 year old at 43 it's not possible it's just not possible. you're not right so that flat stomach that you're trying to aspire yeah. to i'm like that's not a normal woman's stomach and then god forbid you gain a couple pounds because then the, your, your fat comes back and then you have to go then you go get that lipo and then once you do that you're like oh okay well my thighs look a certain way then you go have surgery on your thighs and then it's like you're before you know it because now I think, now i think you can have surgery you can fix pretty much anything right you can mm-hmm. i mean i've seen people well not real life guys i don't know these people like i'll yeah. see stuff like mm-hmm. on youtube and stuff like i've you know from your top tip of your head to your bottom I mean, of your I've feet seen, mm-hmm. i saw this one girl she went out the country and I, you know, she vlogged the whole thing. And I, I was like, mes- I was like, I sat there and watched all her little vlogs. I mean, she almost died. But she had like, the scarring is so horrific. Like yes. when, you're, oh, when you see someone that too. do like, she had her arms done and like the big old scar. Is it because she lost a lot of weight? And then she had to like do the skin. No, because I followed surgery. her for a while and it's like, she's, a, no, she's thick. Like she, like she got that body, like, you know, yeah. big butt. But I guess she thought her um, arms were kind of fat, so she had I just arms. Think that, yeah, and yeah. Then she got, and then she had her thighs Bat done. Wings. Yeah, she had her <laughs> thighs done, but like they had a, they like cut it out and tightened it, and then I, I was like, oh my gosh. I, was say, I think at this for me, it's more like if you can't achieve the like the body you have should be the body you want, right? So when you work out and you eat right, however your body looks after that, I feel like. Just in, in some it. in some instances, there are people who do the tummy tucks and stuff I mean, like that, which is and I, I think okay, do do a tummy tuck, but don't go excessive and don't yeah. be having six seven surgeries. That's yeah, too much. That's when there's an issue and it but, gets addicted. And there's a problem there. Anyway, so we are gonna take a quick break and come right back. And we are back. And quickly before we jump into like the main topic, we're just gonna briefly talk about power because Jillian and I <laughs> love power. Mm-hmm. Janine still ain't watched it. Like I girl. Um, she can't get into it, but that's okay because I haven't really tried, so it's I might so and I just day. feel like if you go back to like the original power, you would just love ghost. Like he's mm-hmm. your kind of guy, like you know? Toxic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's toxic, all right. <laughs> yep, that's but, that's, that's like a good that. description. Yeah. Mm-hmm. BDE toxic well, guy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the kind of mm-hmm. stuff I like. Girl. Okay, so Sad. what did you think? I for me I was okay, like blown so away. I loved it. I feel like this season saw really honestly. Uh, Malik Tariq had to finally decide and towards the end actually made a decision whether he was going to be legit Mm -hmm. or be all in into this in the drug business and I throughout the whole season he was trying to get out get out how do I get out from under this how do I get out from under this there is and I and I that's that's the part I'm like that's the lesson his father had to learn there is no getting out yeah and I think that's a lesson that Tariq had had to learn. And Brayden. And Brayden. Um for the for this season. I think they had to learn their lesson. Like, look, you're already in. There is no getting out scot-free. I'm looking forward to the next season to see where they take it because mm-hmm. the way it ended is I mean, listen, the way it ended, they coming for Tariq. Like yeah. everybody and it's Tariq, just, and it's really Tariq and Brayden Tariq and Brayden just got closer yes and it's just them against everyone else and mm-hmm. I feel like they're gonna have to call in some reinforcements so I'm hoping we see a little bit more of because he's gonna need 
Tariq gonna need help. Yeah. He gonna need Tommy, whatever he can get. At. Tommy's gonna have to help him too. We'll and, see. And Tasha seemed like she ready to ride. Tasha seemed like we'll she ready see. to play because Tasha showed it. Pull up and try to take out Mon- uh, Monet. So Tasha seems like she, and I'm she's ready too. for war. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I feel like yeah, I think that was I think that was a story arc for both Brayden and Tariq, and also the parallel between Brayden's family versus you know. Um, Tariq's family yeah. where Tariq his family made money through the drugs right where they're making it a different way yes. but both are very, very illegal, illegal and how those two illegal crimes are treated even though you're ruining people's lives both ways right so I just I find that parallel really really yeah. interesting as well I'm like man your family's just as crooked as Tariq's just family as and Janice over here snapping selfies you look she, yeah. cute girl yes very <laughs> anyway, cute anyway let's just cause I don't know power well, let's just wrap that up cause she's yeah. so uninterested un- yeah so yeah we think it's <laughs> you- gonna be interesting to kind of see we're seeing Tariq grow up yeah. and really honestly he keeps throughout the whole season he kept saying I'm not my father I'm not my father and yeah, every time I see him like def- you're doing exactly you're what ghosts would do yeah, yeah so let's just go ahead and just Janice you can put the, the phone down now oh, stop taking I just wanted we're, to we're get a good selfie for the page okay, okay so let's get into our main topic and so oh there is um so in the mornings i listen y'all know i listen to like Kid just, in the morning yeah, yeah the morning show and there's like a segment that i am i i love it's like love letters to kelly and basically what it is yeah. people write in letters about certain situations that they're in and kelly's know, a love expert she's a love mm-hmm. expert and she gives advice well there is this one letter that was that wrote in and i was like oh my god like what the who like, people are actually dealing with some shit by the right? time y'all are yeah. writing like they they write this stuff in girl you know what you should do exactly. yeah you should so i thought it was interested interesting and you know, i ran it by you guys to think like what what would you say like what type of advice would you give mm-hmm. so we're just gonna i want to play the we're clip. gonna play a clip so you can so y'all can hear what it is that we're dealing with and i want y'all to also leave comments like what do you think we're gonna tell yes. y'all what we think we have different opinions probably i don't know but but y'all i want to know what not, y'all but. i want to know what y'all think <laughs> and i want i want to see also after we do this if it's something that we should incorporate like do something like this kind of segment well yeah i, I know fun. y'all can always leave stuff in the dms we've had that happen before so, so yeah, just yeah. leave questions but i need y'all to be a little bit more active with us y'all like start leaving comments and just give us feedback so yes. anyway play the clip okay play in the clip hold on one, two, three. I've been dating my fiance for about a year. We're getting married in September. My fiance, Mason, is divorced, has three kids with his ex wife, 17, 14, and 6. They've been divorced for three years. He pays over $5,000 in child support for the three kids. He also gave his stepdaughter his credit card for emergencies since she's a college student. She is 22. She has to ask him to use the car, but he pays the bill every month for her. Well, his ex-wife took the card from her daughter and uses it for her expenses and gives it back to her daughter at her leisure. His three kids call him for money for every time or anything that they want to do anything. If they want to go to the movies with their friends, do other stuff, they call him for everything. He asked his ex-wife if I can meet the kids. She has refused to allow me to meet them. If she, sh- if, she- if she knows I'm around, she says the kids are not available and he can't get them. I advise my fiancé to always show kindness to her, to be nice to her and respectful. He let me read her text messages 
text messages and she's extremely nasty to him, spiteful and demeaning. She consistently manipulates him and uses the kids at her expense to get more money from him beyond the $5,000 in child support. She sees them as a bank and nothing more. He pays he pays the older two kids car insurance. The cars are paid for thanks to him. He pays the son to attend private school, $11,000 a year. I think he should introduce me to the kids even though his ex-wife said she is not ready. By the way, they both wanted the divorce. After the divorce, before my fiance met me, he was still paying his ex-wife's car no until I asked him to stop. I think it's more than reasonable for him to stop paying the, to only pay the child support, nothing more, and take the credit card from his stepdaughter. What do you think? Run. Couldn't agree with Kelly Moore. Yeah, run. Yes. First of all, there's a lot to unpack. A lot to unpack. I want to, let me just say she this. She said run. Yeah. First of all, you're to blame for this whole situation because there's no way I'm going to have a man ask me, will you marry me? Meaning I'm going to be part of your life and I've never met your children. Right. Not going to happen. Not, not going to happen. Not it was happening. just like, we, we can't even think about getting married until I've met your kids and we've established that relationship, established that relationship with the mom and have a solid grounding we cannot we cannot move on and have a life together if that relationship is not good because that's just going to create more problems in the future. You should never have gotten engaged without meeting these kids. And I also feel like as a father, as a man, you have rights to these kids. You're also paying child right. support. It doesn't matter what the mm-hmm. ex-wife says. She doesn't feel comfortable. It doesn't matter. If you're their father, you're paying child support and you have your kids and you're about to get married to someone else, you should let those kids meet I think, anyway. I think that's exactly why Kelly's like run because he doesn't even have boundaries with, with this the, ex-wife. That's exactly what it is. You don't, they're still you're too scared entwined. of her for exactly. whatever reason. Still entwined with each other. And mm-hmm. so you're you're choosing her over me and I'm not willing to be second in a relationship. Exactly. She's Almost like, at this she's point, like, not even really to your kids. Like we should be making those decisions together. Exactly. She's coming. Because I'm supposed to be your wife. So that means this is our life together yeah. now so, the expenses as far as the kids whether on top of the child support if my if, if that was my child and my child's like hey i want to go to the movies yeah mom's not going to give it to me or dad's not going to give it to me if that's my child i'm gonna i'm gonna make sure that child i'm i have when it comes different. to expense to the kids but paying her car no no exactly so why does he not have the correct but boundaries not only up that, using he, her the daughter's credit card for your expenses that's a hell no first off she's okay he's i don't i'm not there's not a big deal about him being the stepdad on him doing that because that's fine he was in her life and he gave her the credit card like oh i don't think that was made clear i think that's made clear later on but just to be clear what stacy's talking about is he has two kids with the ex-wife no the he other has one is three the, is with, a stepdaughter he has three kids with the ex-wife two younger ones and one that's 17 and then he has a stepdaughter that's 22 in college oh so and, there's four kids total i thought yes. there's three, three kids, kids total. and then the step but the stepdaughter needless to say the oldest one is n- not, not biologically his. his but he's been raising her and so he gave, she's an, his daughter yeah, and she's so an he adult gave her their credit card because she's in college and he pays it every month but the mom just comes and takes it and uses it to her leisure and he's still paying it. That's where boundaries come in. Mm-hmm. No, I'm giving her this credit card for emergency purposes only. If you're going to be using it, then I'm taking it away from her. And I wouldn't, you, you know what I would do? Call my bank and be like, me nor the authorized signer, you did these. These are 
fraudulent charges and get her ass in trouble and I will press charges. Boom. But he no, has to be on board. He, he has no, to be on board. He needs with that. to set boundaries. Yeah. And if he tells no, I me, mean, I'm just saying that was step, me. Tell the stepdaughter, hey, this is for you only. If your mom comes and takes it, then I'm taking the card away from you. Like she can no, you have he has zero boundaries. None whatsoever. Yeah, he doesn't. Now I don't think she has a right to tell him that you can only pay the child support and nothing more. No, that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. These are his kids and right. if he is financially able, he should be she he should give the kids whatever whatever he, they need whatever they need mm-hmm. not just or want the, or want mm-hmm. right not just right. needs but want so but i'm with kelly run this is way too much drama mm-hmm. and it seems to me yes because they ha- have been together how long two years a year. a year so that yeah i agree with you in the sense that i would never have said yes to a because now if you're saying yes to an engagement that means that i want our lives to become one how mm-hmm. can i make my life one when i don't even know fully I've never even met life. your children. I've never met her, the kids. I've never met your kids. Exactly. I don't know your life. And these kids are not school age kids. These are not like really young kids. These are all kids that can can speak for, up for themselves and say, I want to go or I don't want to go. Um, I want to meet one her. I is, don't want to meet her. One of them is six. There's a six year old. I oh, forgot how the middle one is. 11, and then you said? Six, 11 and like a 17 year old. And then the older one is so the, the 11 job. and 17 year old. Like you should have no problems with that like mm-hmm. especially the 17 year old even if you're like hey i don't know this woman i don't feel her okay you you, you can be a part of that process where when we meet like, you're, you're you, present there when we meet right but i'm gonna be a part you of have, your life i gotta meet everybody i gotta meet the mom i gotta meet the shit, kids maybe. first of all i don't want anyone that has that much baggage i'm sorry that's i mean huge. the older you get the more baggage there is mm-hmm. it's I mean, just, that's just too like, much you have that's like to say but if you were to get a divorce right now you would still you don't want somebody to judge you on having kids okay it's not that but you need to have boundaries like, ba- not that that would you need happen. to have boundaries because the thing is it's not that he has baggage he ha- it's it, there's just exactly. no boundaries because exactly. i don't think it's the baggage it's how he's I guess when I say his luggage. when I say baggage, <laughs> I don't mean, mean the kids. I just mean the fact that there. I mean, he was still paying the ex wife is baggage because she's still fully she, involved in your life. Exactly, there's just too mm-hmm. much entwined there. Why y'all are separate? Y'all are divorced. They why both are you still? The why divorce. were you still paying like, her? Why are you paying her car, car, no. pay, car payment? Mm-hmm. And why is she talking to you the way she does, sending you those and messages one thing, and stuff? It's one thing to pay her car note up until you get a girlfriend, because once you got me, you should have stopped all that. Well, she mm-hmm. asked him to stop, and he stopped. Apparently, mm-hmm. which he should have. I'm glad he did. I'm glad he, he shouldn't have been a, paying it to begin with. They had I no. Mean, they had no boundaries. And listen, when you have a divorce and you have your terms, and maybe one of the terms was, uh, and then you, I'll continue paying your car note if we do this. That's fine. Work your little deal out. I don't really care. But I know once I'm involved, at that point, we should be making these decisions together because I'm now your partner, not her. Right. Mm-hmm this was situation would not work for me i'm i'm sorry yeah no of course it wouldn't i mean i think that the the ex-wife i mean that is just complete spite the ex-wife she's manipulative she's, she's manipulating manipulative him. she wants to still you know because i guess the guy's really really well to do she mm-hmm. wants to still live she that wants same to ever, lifestyle have her cake and, eat it too. and she, she's using the kids that's every exactly. time the kids are supposed when she's around the kids are supposed to she's come using them then she's pawns. like all oh, the kids can't come for whatever reason I, listen if i'm paying child support and these are my kids then lie to her 
if these are my kids, he has a right to these kids. These are his kids. He's paying. Mm-hmm. Clearly, he's paying child support and taking care of his kids. Right. She can't. She can't tell him what to do. And if she is, it's because it's literally just spite. It has nothing to do with her children's well-being. If this and it'll probably get worse after they get married if she chooses to still continue with the wedding. I, I think that's pretty much what Kelly mm-hmm. said. Like she's saying, run not not for anything else except for you. Do not have healthy boundaries with your ex-wife. And it will only get worse if if at this point you're still letting it go on this long and we're engaged. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you're ever going to stand up to her. And at that point, I don't really want to be the one standing up to her because it's really not my place. It's not up to me. Yeah, it's not, it's not up my to place. Me to stand it, up technically, to her. It's, it's my business for sure. Yeah, because you're my fiance. But it's not really my place to get. I'm not going to get in her face. I'm going to be looking at you like, go tell her. Right. And you should be listening to me as your as your partner. But it almost seems like he has no backbone because that's what she's saying. She feels she, like don't. she should still meet like he should let her meet the kids regardless. I think that a lot of men do get manipulated in that sense where he's I feel like he's just being manipulated and he doesn't and he's probably really scared to lose contact with his kids. Or sometimes it's which, just to keep who knows the peace. that they even have like a full custody um he's paying child support he should they should he's yeah paying 5, oh he did say paying child support yeah yeah okay. but they can you could also some of the sometimes when you have um custody agreements sometimes it's not official through the court you guys just come up made a cu- yeah, agreement you, yeah. yeah that's true yeah. we don't know if it was a court order or mm-hmm. if he just decided that between those two hey i'll pay five thousand a month i'll pay your car note uh and then he probably you know they know i think most people know that the court system does typically side with the mother so maybe he's scared to go through that whole system and and possibly lose time with his kids yeah Um, and and actually i'm gonna push back on that because when it comes to the court system favoring that's not really true as long as you as a father show up and say hey i'm i'm interested and you are stable they will do 50 50 they will do 50 50 but they favor the mother not not typically because when it says that it favors the mother is because the mother is the one that actually wants custody not that the fact that the father wants custody and be like nah nah typically go look at the statistics you know i have y'all argue that one out i have i have they favor the mother yeah most first of all most custody agreements are done outside of the court system and when it is inside the court system or not not even mediation so mediation already goes through the court if the father wants custody and and the court would be like, okay, fine. They're they're doing what's the best interest of the child, not because oh you're a mother, so I'm. Prim- they usually have well, rulings no. of 50-50. Primarily, it's not no. Primarily, no. What- because most of the times when it comes to statistics, it's because the father is not interested in having custody. Okay, so there that's what's factored in the numbers. The reason why women get more custody is because they're the ones that want can custody, I, not I, that the fathers want it and I not getting in? it. I'm gonna, yeah, yeah. I'm going to jump in. Typically, what it typically though, typically most parents do have 50 50 however the mom is usually the primary primary custodial parent why so i had 50 50 with my um Mm ex-husband and but i was the primary custodial parent so i had her majority of the time but we legally we still had it was still considered it's still considered 50 50 but but, but i no. so legally it's 50 50 like he has the rights to to her and just like he can make decisions and all that kind of stuff, right? So that's considered 50-50. But I was, most of the women are usually the primary custodial parent. And a lot of times it's not because the the courts is because most men don't want to be the primary mm-hmm. parent. Mm-hmm. And one parent has to be the, is going to usually be the, unless you're doing one week on, one week off. I think that off. they tried to get better with the court system, but I do feel like they, in the past, have favored the mother. No. 
No. I wouldn't say it's favorite. I just People feel like most I mean, moms saying, are the, like no, as in, no but as I just in, disagree with I'm you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> We're just in a disagreement. No, I'm just saying. But the numbers don't bear out what you're what you're thinking. I'm just saying. The bit when it comes to not the even actual, back in the day, not no, never no, because because everyone again. Then that comes down to the patriarchy when it comes down to custody. Women are expected to be the the caretakers, the primary caregiver. So it's 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 not because fathers can't. It's just because it's not socially acceptable. Janice, I think you're, you might be can't. a little confused because usually the mom is the primary custodial parent. Yes. Yeah, but it, they still have fifty fifty coverage with the the father. It's still a fifty fifty coverage thing. But, but it's one pretty parent even. is the primary custodial parent. Yeah. But it's, if the father wants it, it's pretty fair. If the father wants to be a part of their child's life, it is fair. But the father has to want to be a part of that child's life. Life. I want to be like a more caretaker. More fa- like, yeah, I'm just saying I mean, that number is. Be a part of their kids yeah, life. and it's not. It's not nowadays. Like, don't come across a lot like the, where they look like yeah. I just yeah, the court is not going to be like. Well, I have a mother and father. Both want to take care of the child. Um, well, because you're a man, no, I don't think you can do it. So I'll give it to her. It's not what I think it's, is happening. I, that's not necessarily what I think is happening. I just think. Well, I just think that some a lot of the times when it's like, okay, both of y'all have a job, both of y'all are doing good, both of y'all obviously care about your kids, obviously both of you guys are involved. I do think that they tend to, as far as physical custody, bear with them all. No, it's usually 50-50, but one is like, a primary... One is Teen a mom. No, one is a primary <laughs> um, parent, and one because usually how that is determined is based on where the child goes to school. So they'll say, okay, since so you'll be the primary parent, you'll have her during the weekend. He gets her like every other weekend or just every weekend. That's typically how they determine who's the primary custodial parent. But both parents actually have majority of the time, both parents have fifty fifty custody, mm-hmm. physical custody. Yeah, it's just one parent has more time. I'm just, I guess, other I'm going reasons. off of things like when I, you know. Again, like I said, like with like Team Mom, like some of those dads were really fighting hard to have their kids, and they okay, just well, weren't. Okay, well that's come on, what that's Team mom? mom. Which one? Kaylin and Joe. So Joe's very involved in his kids' life, and he never got custody. No, she she always ended up winning the court cases. So Kaylin. she has, so she has full custody, or does he not? Does I think he has, have, She has like it's like she has the majority custody she has because she has majority of the say and i do feel like she's probably 50 50 custody but she is the primary yeah. custodial parent mm-hmm. and, and she moved him out of state she, too. she yeah, moved the can, kids out of state and she that. got the you, ruling to get that you done do that it usually depends they the mom on other, that case. on other things it usually depends yeah that's not a one-off but i'm just saying the numbers don't bear what you're yeah. saying Mm-hmm. so yeah we're not going to use pluck one situation and be like well this is what really happens all the time the numbers bear out that when a father wants custody it actually they'd actually get custody when it actually is in their favor if they want it because they're really the court okay. the court at the end of the day doesn't really care <laughs> who has custody it's what's best for the oh, child man, but you know i used to watch um this is black girl and she has glasses and she has like a family court oh girl she'd be good that's oh. i've been watching the oh, youtube videos um, i don't remember her name but judge uh it's called toller it's a black woman with glasses and she usually has oh, no. braids i know toller i don't think she has <sighs> and braids. it's like family court and i'm telling this story but you have to know it's for the oh, tv oh yeah remember when it was i remember it's gotta be for the tv because there's no way these are it the was real youtube stories. and i think there's one situation the where the, the the mom had custody and um she was asking for more money mm-hmm. and he she's just like well do you work no I, i'm a stay-at-home mom that's my job and he's like okay cool okay fine whatever and because she challenged it she's getting less he's just like you can work and you choose not to work 
I uh, felt yeah. that way. And then she's just like, what do you mean I'm getting less? She goes, what do you, what do you mean? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you're not, you're choosing not to work. And mind you, she lived at home with her mom. She did. Which means she didn't have and to pay any so, rent. She any, was so proud too. She was just like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't, I don't pay for any, I don't pay for she anything. Goes, I'm getting less now? Yes. yes. She said, go get a job. <laughs> yes, I remember that one. But yeah. Yes, like it was like, uh, I, yeah i remember I that one i don't, I don't remember the name mom i think she only had like one child too it was one child and yep. then she was just like basically she wanted to stay in like the really luxurious like neighborhood they lived oh, in oh no this she was not the, this was the, different because they didn't wanted, look like anything luxurious no, no, oh no, no. she like it was very much she made a lot of money and yeah. she did not work and she wanted alimony child support and she wanted him to continue paying the mortgage on this like eight thousand dollar mortgage house i was like girl yeah and she she's like i don't feel like i should have to get a job yeah like you're getting a divorce I, yeah you don't i have anybody they're just like the lady the judge was like um and i think the father was paying the health so um so what it is they redid the calculations mm-hmm. and be okay and then the fact that he goes okay so this is how much he should pay and because he pays the health insurance he's on um uh, the child is on his health insurance she subtracted the cost of having that child on the child so she got even less and she was just like Wait she a minute. was pissed she yeah. was his I, I i did see that i episode. said see sometimes you gotta let a, a sleeping yeah. dog lie uh, you support support with judge vonda b i'm telling you they have youtube it's a youtube <laughs> like i'll go and watch the clips it's hilarious she's hilarious and it's because she'd be making those people be like she'd be like no stop yeah you, you're not fooling me next judge vonda well, v yeah anyway so i would think that we're all in agreement on this one right that she definitely needs to run and just let the situation go because run, I, run. I don't think there's any fixing this because yeah it's just Unless too much major she should have a long she, time ago mm-hmm. said yes. put her foot down yeah at yeah this point, she yeah. just got in too deep i want to know what everyone else thinks though so y'all heard it just leave me your opinions yeah leave it in the comments yeah yeah so if y'all don't have anything else i guess we can get out of here yeah yeah i think we're just gonna wrap up go back to our sundays but Guys, send us questions and stuff. I like this whole love letters killing idea. Love letters to let me finish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm out of here. Y'all All right. Have a happy right. weekend, y'all. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening today. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe on the platform you're listening on and leave us a review. We want to support local businesses. So if you'd like us to shout out your business, or if you have a topic suggestion or even questions for our QA section, we want to hear from you. So reach out to us at letmefinish at gmail.com. You can find us on TikTok and Instagram at letmefinish. Don't forget that the E in me is the number three. You can find me at New Jillian Hudis on Instagram. Stacy, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram, Mrs. Cams01. I'm also on TikTok, Mrs. Cams01. M-R-S-K-A-M-S-0-1. And Janice, where can we find you? You guys can find me on Instagram at Uniquely Janice and Facebook and TikTok. I'm just Janice Housen. Okay. See you next week. See you next week. See you guys then.